Live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk. Your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Maybe we could build a fire, sing a couple of songs, huh? Why don't we try that? Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. Yes, sir. Happy days are here again. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. What are you doing? I'm starting a fight. He's going to finish it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This hour, your inside look into the world of MMA. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio areas, having defended that title off for better than three decades. And straight up today, I bring you an inside scoop, folks. We're going to go inside one-on-one with Bruce Lee's training partner, his mentor. I'm talking about Leo Fong. Filmmaker Leo Fong will be here at about 20, 25 minutes past the hour. We'll talk about the career and the impact that Bruce Lee has had on the world of mixed martial arts. Imagine if Bruce Lee, born in 1940, was still alive now. Imagine the impact he would have having died in 1973. Uh, Take that back. It was one of the hardest things I think we ever talked about at the gym. I mean, the death of Bruce Lee. What happened to Bruce Lee? Well, we're going to ask all those questions. We do have open phone lines, coast to coast. If you'd like to join me with Leo Fong, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. UFC 185 in the bank. Uh, no surprise, the Demetrius Johnson, still the uh, world flyweight, 125-pound champion. Of course, the next UFC event, mega events going down the line. But July 11th is going to be the one I need to circle on the calendar. We're talking about Jose Aldo and Conor McGregor going at it for the World Featherweight Championship. Conor McGregor, what can I say? He's a beast, truly a beast. I know that that term is used often in the world of MMA, but this guy is a beast. And I think Jose Aldo... I don't know. Long in the tooth. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, and the American Forces Network. of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall and Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall and Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall and Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall and Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800-480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. 
Are you struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help, and your insurance may offer coverage. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven, gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. 800-521-3214. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. At just $24.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call now, 877-499-MY-TV. Hey, everybody, this is Brian Alvarez. Join me and my buddy Mike Sempervivi for Wrestling Observer Live every weekday at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, and Sundays at 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, as we talk all the news in pro wrestling and mixed martial arts. Wrestling Observer Live, now airing six days a week, here on the Sports Byline USA Radio Network. Oh, you, you know Portuguese, huh? Wow, this is going to go down, man. It's going to be electric in Vegas on July 11th for UFC 189 in the main event. A featherweight title fight that is uh, sure to be very memorable one way or another. And let's talk about it with the uh, champ, Jose Aldo, his uh, translator, Lillian, the notorious Conor McGregor, along with UFC president Dana White. And it was about to go down just a few minutes ago here in the studio, Dana, because you put the, the, the belt on and you were taunting Jose. Where does your dislike for the champ come from? I have no dislike for my opponent or any opponent. I respect any man that steps foot inside the octagon, but business is business. And if you are in the way of my business, you will be taken out. And yes, you are correct. I put the belt on myself out backstage and he done absolutely nothing. The same way he done nothing on that stage. The same way he will do nothing inside that octagon. Jose, how did that make you feel when he put the belt on and started talking to you? When he put the belt on and started talking to you, he showed you how you felt. Normal. I knew that he always would do something like that. So it was normal. This is just to feel the taste. He knows that this will never come out. This is my son. This will only come out one day when I'm going to it's common. He wants to taste it. He will never have my belt. I will keep it. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. What the hell's going on out here? Darkest of night with the moon shining bright. There's a set going strong. A lot of things going on. The man of the hour has an air of great power. The dudes have envied him for so long. Oh, super. 
While my late mother said it was never bragging you were telling the truth, she probably said, don't stick an allergy pill under your tongue before a radio show. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look in the world of MMA this hour. Talk with Leo Fong in just a few minutes. Of course, the mentor and training partner, a filmmaker down there in Hollywood, straight up talk MMA films, man. You know, lots of stuff to talk about with Leo Fong. You can join us via the toll-free 1-800-878-7529 or on Skype, the Skype address, Sports Byline, and the number two. Demetrius Johnson stopping uh, Kyochi Horiguchi in the fifth round, four minutes and 59 seconds. Wow, like one tick of the cock left, and uh, we went to a decision. And, of course, he was winning the fight as it goes. But Demetrius Johnson, the best at 125, but I don't know. I, I think the division is shallow, but Bloody Elbow says, no, it's not a shallow division. And speaking of shallow, Quentin Jackson, how much time How much time does he have left? Catch weight fight, 215 pounds, of course, not training uh, full because uh, that that court order took him away from the fight. He wasn't supposed to fight this fight against Fabio Maldonado, his former employers, the Bellator people, Scott Coker, and the folks over at Spike TV. Got a court injunction stopping Quentin Jackson from fighting on this card. And then this week, the court injunction was lifted at the last minute, so he ended up fighting Fabio Maldonado, a catch fight, a catch weight of 215 pounds, but... Believe it or not, Jackson was a winner. Could he have beat him at 205? I don't know. Unanimous nod across the board, 29, 28, 30, 27, and 30, 27. So I guess Quentin Jackson puts a little life back in his career. Michael Bisping defeated Bay Dalloway. Bit of an upset there. I thought Dalloway was going to win, but it was unanimous nod across the board, 29, 28, two rounds to win. Of course, these are three five-minute rounds, these preliminary fights in the UFC. The championship fights and or televised main events are five five-minute rounds. Thomas Almeida Looked pretty good. TKO, wow, one. Four minutes and 18 seconds in, Eves Jaboom. That was part of the card, okay? Straight up, we're talking about the USC and the coming upcoming events this year. As we highlighted the July 11th uh, uh, fight coming in. Of course, Jose Aldo and Conor McGregor, and I think it's going to be huge as far as males are concerned. Like Dave Meltzer said, the only bigger fight in MMA right now is between two chicks. I'm talking about Ronda Rousey and uh, Chris Cyborg Santos. So, I mean... Women running the UFC, I mean, Dana White didn't want him around before. Remember, he didn't even want him around. But here's the UFC schedule. May the 10th, UFC's going to go from Australia with Myokic and um, Mark Hunt, the throw-in Samoan. And then they're going to go on the 16th of May from the Philippines, beside the Philippines, right outside of Manila, the Mall of Asia Arena. Uh, Frankie Edgar and Uriah Faber, a battle of former champions. Of course, Faber, the former WEC World Extreme Cage Fighting 145-pound champion. These guys will fight at 145. Edgar, the former UFC lightweight champion, at 155. So uh, as far as physical torso is concerned, uh, Edgar's got the edge there. But Faber, man, on the ground, his submission moves, he is amazing. And he can strike now. they got a striking coach up there working with Team Alpha Male in Sacramento, California. The big one, though, UFC 187, Anthony Rubble Johnson. He will test John Jones, at least his chin if he connects with John Jones, because this guy can really crack. I mean, he can crack big time, big time puncher. But to get John Jones in that position where you hit him on the chin, he's six foot four. Johnson's a smaller guy. He'll be having to work for it. I just don't know if that's going to go down the way Anthony Rubble and Johnson wants it to, because the way John Jones handled Daniel Cormier, I mean, although the the drug test a month before with the testosterone level coming in at the level of uh, uh, akin to an 85-year-old man being suspect in my mind, not in the minds of others. They just dismiss it. No, it just happens. No, it doesn't happen, man. You don't come in with the T level of an 85-year-old guy when you're a 30-year-old athlete in his prime. No way, no how. I mean, he didn't have gray hair. He wasn't, he wasn't crippled. He wasn't falling over with arthritis. So 
I have a feeling that he was taking uh, some some drugs and he got caught. Not only the cocaine he was doing, but some other drugs, and he got caught. And uh, you know, so they sort of swept this under the rug. I mean, I guess you can't be fined for being too low in TC in in your T level, but you can be fined and suspended for being too high. So Cormier being handled by John Jones that was real impressive to me. It really was. Daniel Cormier, I thought, was a favorite going in, at least in my mind. Although John Jones will never be an underdog until he's beat. The once beaten by disqualification, who was the guy? Mark Hamill, back in the day. John Jones, UFC light heavyweight champion, in action. May the 23rd, live at the MGM, UFC 187. Upcoming, we're talking Bruce Lee, the history of MMA, with Leo Fong on Sports Byline and iHeartRadio. We all know health care has changed drastically. It's quite the puzzle to sort through your options and find a health insurance plan that's affordable and maximizes your benefits. And you're now required by law to have health insurance or you may pay a tax penalty. So let the Health Markets Insurance Agency help you. They offer plans from over 120 different companies and can even help you obtain government subsidies. Let them do all the research for you and show you how affordable health insurance can be. A service that's at no extra cost to you. Call now and learn your options to find affordable health insurance. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. Health Markets Insurance Agency is a DBA or assumed name of Inspire Insurance Solutions, Inc., which is a licensed insurance agency in all 50 states and D.C. Not all agents are licensed to sell all products. Service availability varies by state. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand-name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand-name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. If you're looking for the perfect dentist to fit your needs, you need to call the Find My Dentist hotline. We're a free service that finds quality local dentists matched exclusively to your needs. We've been helping customers just like you find the perfect dentist since 1986. Many people want to go to a dentist, but they don't know how to find one that's right for them. So we do all the searching for you. With thousands of quality dentists nationwide, whatever you need, we can help you. From basic services like getting your teeth clean to teeth whitening, getting dentures, braces, and more. Basically, if it involves your mouth, we can find the best dentist for you. We're here 24 hours a day to help, and we even have Spanish agents available. So call now. 
Call 800-503-3735. 800-503-3735. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Check it, 22 minutes past area tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network live all across America, of course, on the fabulous internet. And if you go to the iHeartRadio.com website, you can download the iHeartRadio app and take Ring Talk Live Worldwide anywhere you go via your cell phone or your um, tablet, straight up, live or online. You can listen to the show at iHeartRadio.com. You are tuned to the longest running fight show in the Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We are honored to bring in Leo Fong, a mentor and a training partner, of course, of the late Bruce Lee. Mr. Fong, how are you this morning, sir? I'm doing fine. That's good. Tell me, you're a filmmaker. What, what does that mean when you're a filmmaker? I mean, what is oh, that? Oh, I, uh, I shoot movies. Okay. Uh, and, you know, I started out as an actor, and back in 1974, right after Bruce Lee died, uh, a guy in the Philippines, a producer in the Philippines, wanted to find another Bruce Lee. And Bruce Lee got me on the cover of Black Belt Magazine, and uh, he saw that cover, and he wanted to know if I wanted to be another Bruce Lee. I said, well, I never act before, so I don't know about being another Bruce Lee. <laughs> so anyway, we end up, I end up in the Philippines and signed a contract and, and started my movie career. Okay. So, um, so now I, I uh, produce, I direct. So I've been doing this stuff since 1974. Okay. Maybe I'm and, putting the cart before the horse. But the bottom line is, you met Bruce Lee back in 1962. Was that here in Oakland or L.A.? Where'd you meet him? In Oakland. I met him in Oakland in 1962. Okay. Talk to uh, me about that. Well, uh, what happened was uh, I was training with uh, Jimmy Lee and um, at the Siulam Kung Fu School. And one day Jimmy said, uh, the instructor and I don't get along uh, because he accused me of stealing 10 bucks from him. And he said, I'm going to start a class in my, in my garage over there in Oakland. So you want to come? I said, yeah, I'll come with you. So I, I started training with Jimmy, and uh, I was living in Vallejo, California at that time. And uh, one day Jimmy said to me, Leo, can you come to Wally J's uh, luau? And I said, no, I don't usually go there, but uh, what's so special? He said, there's a kid coming in to do a demonstration, and he's 21 years old, and he's a phenomenon, uh, and, and his name is Bruce Lee. I said, okay, I'll go there just because of you. So I went there, and uh, Bruce uh, did his demonstration. He got on the on the stage and started doing all kinds of classical kung fu movements. And he said, how in the hell can you fight like that? And, <laughs> and there was a lot of kung fu masters in the audience. I looked around, and and uh, their faces turned red. And then, then he asked if anyone uh, in the audience wanted to come up and and and, uh, and stop his uh, his punch or his jab, uh, and uh, so there's some big old guy come up, jumped on the stage, and and Bruce uh, threw a, a jab at him, and, and 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 almost hit him in the forehead, and he said, "Let me try it again. Maybe you're not ready." So you ready? The guy said, "Yeah." It's a boom, and same thing, and 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 uh, and then he has and he said, "Anybody else want to try it?" And then a couple of other guys come up, and and. I mean, his speed was phenomenal, and I saw that, and I said, he's pretty good, because I, I, I used to be a boxer, 
And uh, and then so Jimmy said, well, he's going to uh, stay in my place, and um, um, uh, maybe Monday night we're going to meet, and you were invited to come over. I said, okay. So I went over there to Jimmy's house on Monday night, and so Bruce, what he did was he had uh, Bob Baker, who was in one of the movies, was there, and then a couple other guys. And um, uh, he had Bob Baker put a, the Oakland telephone book on his chest. So he said, I'm going to hit you with a one-inch punch. So he hit uh, Bob with that one-inch punch and knocked him into the couch and over the couch. And there was a window behind that couch, and I thought he was going to hit that and break that window. And, and then uh, and then he started doing the, the, the trapping hand stuff, and uh, and then he was doing the chi soul, the, the sticking hand with his... Uh, 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 with a, a mask on his uh, eye, doing it blindfolded and stuff like that. So I was kind of impressed. I said, "Yeah," I said, uh, "That's interesting." Yeah. And so he said he's gonna start lessons in, in a few weeks when he get back. And uh, so I, I joined his class, and, um, um, and that was 1962, you know. And and, uh, and so I, I uh, trained with him and. And kind of like his buddy, uh, all these years until about uh, uh, '72, when he went to Hong Kong, and uh, and made it big. And and then uh, I, I get letters from him here and there, and I have some of the letters, you know. And um, uh, that's that's how uh, you know my relationship started with Bruce. There's a lot of water went under the bridge, and in those uh, 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 ten years that that I knew him. We're talking to Leo Fong, close filmmaker extraordinaire and uh, a partner of Bruce Lee's back in the day. Of course, Bruce Lee born just a few blocks from this studio in San Francisco at the Chinatown Hospital in November 27, 1940. He was born. uh, He wasn't born Bruce Lee, but, you know, he Americanized his name when he came here with the family. They they Americanized him. In fact, they were just here on tour, I believe. Lee Sao Hong, I think, was his Chinese name. Yeah, exactly. But, you know... He he, how can I put this? He acclimated quickly to the to his surroundings. I mean, he was a child star as he was, he was doing movies as a kid. As a, I mean, films and commercials and this and that. He both here and in Asia. I mean, he was multifaceted early on. We knew he was a. If you looked at him back then, sort of like you knew he was like Tiger Woods. You know what I mean? Tiger Woods. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. You knew he had it in him. Yeah. It just had something. Oh, circumstances uh, just let it come out. Yeah, amazing. In fact, he played a baby girl in, in a Chinese movie. <laughs> I, I kid you not, called Golden Gate Girl. Of course, that all this stuff is courtesy of my buddy Malcolm Boutwell. Malcolm sends me like the Encyclopedia, uh, Encyclopedia Britannica version of notes to to prepare for a show, and he sends me like these these tens of pages. Like we can go on for like three or four days here on Bruce Lee, but Bruce Lee and his impact on the world of MMA. Uh, one hundred thirty five pounds. What do you think? Was he one hundred thirty five pounds? Is that what he weighed max? Yeah, he was one hundred thirty five pounds when I was hanging out with him. He's about 135, and I was at that time. Was I hanging out with him? I was about 140 something because I I fought I boxed when I was uh, 112 and 118 and 126, and I retired after I, I got into 132 pound lightweight. Uh, mostly, you know, I fought amateur and intercollegiate, mm-hmm. and um, but but I I was I got a little bit bigger than Bruce later, but uh, when I first met him, I was only about 140 pounds. Yeah, and, and but Bruce, I think heavy as ever been was uh, you know by 135, 136. Yeah, and he uh, uh, when I first met him, he wasn't as buffed. 
as he was when in, later when he got into the movie business, you know. I mean, when he became uh, 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 in the Inner Dragon. Uh, before he was kind of smooth and, and and small bones, but then he started working out with weights and stuff like that, and then he started getting a lot of uh, definition. Okay. You brought up Jimmy Lee. Jimmy Lee teaches. Uh, he taught some some stars, but he has a reputation of, of breaking stacks of bricks. That's the guy, right, with his palm? Yeah, yeah, that's Jimmy. He's a break breaker. He, he, you know, break breaker, and um, he was always uh, into reality. He didn't like class. Even though he took uh, Silan Kung Fu, uh, later he didn't really think it was real practical because uh, he liked something. Uh, he thought boxers uh, had the edge, and that's how I got got along with those guys. Because when they realized, you know, I used to box, uh, I didn't really have to start out with that Wing Chun stuff, which I I tried it, and, and I I felt that boxing was more uh, uh, had more latitude. Talk about the early days of Bruce Lee, the iconic figure that passed away in 1973 as far as MMA is concerned. Like, he's number one. I mean, you're <clears throat> Conor McGregor and people like that in the world of the UFC right now talking about the, the legacy of Bruce Lee and how they would have loved to have fought Bruce Lee, the great legend Bruce Lee. He came to San Francisco after being born here. Came back in 1959. Um, six months in a, an apartment above the Lippo Bank in Chinatown. Pretty cool here, these facts come in here. But he, he worked as a dance teacher. In fact... He he won the cha he won a few cha cha titles. I kid you not. He won titles for doing the cha cha. Yeah, that's what I heard, you know. And uh, I didn't talk to him about the dancing things. Every time we got together, we talked about how to uh, how to really uh, have a, a one up and uh, ship on on your opponent. <laughs> now, now yeah. you you were born in China. You grew up in Arkansas. My father was born in Arkansas. You know what? You know what? When I back to, I went back to do some television. I guess about 2006, 2007, and they asked me, what did I think of Little Rock, seeing that my father was born there? You know what I had to say, Leo? What? Thank God Grandma didn't miss that Greyhound. <laughs> I agree with you. I went back in 69, uh, and then 2012 mm-hmm. uh, for my class, 65th class reunion, Far City, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And, man, I said, this is a dump. <laughs> <laughs> and And, you know, the Methodist Church did me a favor by being discriminatory. See, I graduated from Southern Methodist University as a, uh, a minister. Uh, I was uh, in, in theology. So I went back to Arkansas to my conference and expected them to give me an appointment in one of those country churches dealing with those uh, rednecks. And, and, uh, but they didn't. They said, well... Uh, you know, Brother Fong, we, we we just can't give you an appointment. I said, why? He said, we don't have no Chinese churches here. And I tell the bishop, I said, I don't speak Chinese. And, and they said, well, we'll find you something. That's how I got to California. They, they, they refused to give me an appointment in the Arkansas Conference and send me out here to Northern California, and I end up in Sacramento in a Chinese church. But thank God I, 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 they did that to me because... It was where I discovered all the martial arts out here. How many variations of Kung Fu are there? Oh, it must be 200, I think. Wow. But, uh, you know, I, I practiced toilet foot. I trained in toilet foot, seal lum, and then, uh, and then some Wing Chun. And then there's other, uh, I trained on other couple of instructors. I forgot what the style is, Tiger or something. But basically, most of them are all form-oriented. And, and to me, form 
is okay is exactly what it is it's form and but when you practice form a lot of those guys practice form and they do it well they think they're ass kickers hmm. but they're not <laughs> a boxer will clean them up and that's what happened when um uh, you know every time i got into a, a small match with some of those guys uh, they come at me flat-footed uh, in a horse stance and no mobility, <clears throat> and, and you just take a jab and move. That's all, jab and move, and and then slam a right cross and left hook, and that's it. Yeah, you and I both. They used to bring the they had a kickboxing stable here in San Francisco, and they would bring the kickboxers up to spar maybe once or twice a month because we destroyed them. It was just like oh was- yeah, yeah. Uh, see, I I believe in in being a specialist in one thing, and but being knowledgeable. In all uh, all uh, angles, in all dimensions, uh, you don't have to be really a kicker uh, to deal with a kicker. You just got to know how to how to stop a kick. Leo Fong, did Bruce Lee really fight rooftop fights? I don't know. That's what uh, uh, that was kind of popular in those days. All these guys get together and fight on rooftop. But you know, reality of it, I was in Hong Kong one time talking to some people. Those guys were all bad. I mean, you got a bunch of guys. That classical and, and not real practical fighting each other and making a big deal out of it. Uh, they didn't have uh, boxers fighting uh, uh, classical kung fu guys, and I'm sure Bruce Lee probably uh, did real well. You know, he got good body mechanics and stuff. Now, was he a southpaw? Because I remember him training and saying or reading about him watching Muhammad Ali in a mirror off a of film. Was he yeah, a, yeah, that's what he did to me one time when I went to his house. See, here's Bruce logic. When I first met him, uh, he says, uh, I'm a boxer. I, 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 you know, I fought uh, I'm a, a collegiate amateur. I had about 25 fights in, uh, in, my, uh, in my competition day. So, so immediately he said, get into a stance. And I got into a boxing stance, left hand forward, right, left foot forward. And he said, no, change it. So he hit me right foot forward and right hand forward. And I said, Bruce. Uh, why are you fighting like that? He said, because you're right-handed, right? I said, yeah. He said, you want to put your power hand forward. I said, yeah, but, but I'm uncomfortable fighting softball like this. See, I'm going to show you something. I said, when you, uh, my my left hand is just as deadly as my right hand. So I shot a jab and, and then a hook, hook off the jab. And then and I threw a, a left jab and right cross and a left hook. And when I did it, he said, well, you do what you want to do. <laughs> and... But but I didn't go down in that garage and, and train consistently those guys. I ended up up in the, in the living room with Jimmy and, and Bruce talking. Uh, uh, Leo, we're run, Leo, we're running up here on a hard break. Hold on just a second. Leo Fong's our guest. We're talking Bruce Lee, folks. The the iconic figure in the world of MMA, of course, Hollywood as well. One eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-414-1051. That's 1-800-414-1051. 1-800-414-1051. Call now. Attention catheter users, stop reusing dirty catheters. Catheters are now disposable. 
Recent changes in Medicare now allow patients up to 200 disposable catheters a month. All at little or no cost to you. We bill Medicare. Put an end to the mess and risk of infection by using old catheters. Just use a catheter once and throw it away. Eliminate trips to the pharmacy and insurance paperwork. Shipping is free. Receive a free catheter sample by calling and joining Medical Direct Club right now. Call 1-800-399-9018 to receive your free catheter sample discreetly delivered right to your door. That's 1-800-399-9018. 1-800-399-9018. Call 1-800-399-9018 today. Deductibles and copays apply. Free catheter samples require qualified membership. Sample will arrive with 90-day order. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Not all waters are created equal, and that's why everyone from athletes and celebrities to weekend warriors are choosing Alchemy. It's the ultimate health and wellness water. Alchemy hydrates you faster, helps balance your body's pH levels, stimulates your metabolic function, and is clinically proven to boost the immune system. Plus, Alchemy's patented water is rich in bioavailable oxygen to improve vitality and performance. Available at select retailers and online through Amazon at alchemywater.com. That's A-L-K-A-M-E water.com. Make sure you tune in to the Sports Byline Combat Sports Recap with Pedro Fernandez. Saturday nights on Sports Byline USA Sports Overnight America Weekend Edition. Brought to you by Alchemy Water. My top fighters of all time it would have to be a list of three, I think. Hicks and Gracie. Uh, I think his approach to martial arts, his approach to the game of unarmed combat is is well beyond his years and he, he is definitely an inspiration of mine. Of course, Bruce Lee as well, his philosophies ring true, another man ahead of his time. Both heroes of mine, if you will. And, and then Muhammad Ali as well, of course, fits in there. You know, a guy that changed the face of the game, changed the approach and all game changers in their own way. I mean, I suppose it would be pretty sweet to fight Bruce Lee or fight Hickson or fight one of these legends, you know, to test yourself against the best of the best. Now, more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. <laughs> 41 minutes past the hour. This is the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Leo Fong is our guest. Filmmaker out of Southern California. Uh, kung Fu guy. I mean, do you have a black belt? Did you go that far or what? Who's that, me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have uh, several black belts. <laughs> uh, I mean, how do you, how does how do you, I mean, how do you get this this mysterious black belt? And is there a belt above a black belt? Uh, well, uh, I first started out in uh, in Taekwondo, Budokwan, uh, it's Korean art, mm-hmm. uh, and um, 
So when uh, one of the students uh, in Sacramento State University uh, was going to school there back in uh, in um, 1950-something, 58 or 57, and uh, he used to come over to my church and train me. And then when he left, went back to uh, Korea, uh, I got a black belt uh, from him and a certificate uh, signed by uh, uh, Kwang uh, Ki, who was head of the Mudaquan uh, Association at that time. And uh, it was a second-degree uh, black belt. Bruce Lee's uh, Bruce Lee's the subject, folks. Did I cut you off there, sir? Yeah, sure. All right. Um, the, the the Green Hornet show was one of my favorite TV shows of all time. There's only like 26 or 28 episodes of it, but it and Batman, I mean, they were just like epic parts of my childhood, and I still watch them on rerun. But it was called the Cato Show everywhere but in the United States because of the fact that Cato was Asian. Is it, that, yeah. that's, that's what I was told. Is that true? Well, uh, you know, knowing, uh, I don't know, uh, knowing the, the, the atmosphere at that time of uh, racism, I'm sure uh, it was. They, they probably don't want to do anything that has to do with giving Asians uh, other than uh, uh, being a servant or a chauffeur or all that, you know. <laughs> <clears throat> Leo Fong's our guest, folks. We're talking Bruce Lee, of course, the iconic figure. And, you know, when I think of Bruce Lee and I think of the movies and, and things like that, but I remember he fought Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And Jabbar was like seven foot one. It was you know, obviously the NBA icon that he is, but they staged that fight. Were you part of working with him? For that fight? No, 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 no. But I, knowing Bruce, uh, he 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 gets somebody like a, a Kareem uh, as a challenge. So, and I'm sure he's, uh, you know, he said, well, the taller they are, the more lower he's going to go, go for his knee and all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. Another guy in movies um, with an MMA background was Fred the Hammer Williamson, former uh, defensive back, I think, with the AFL, the American Football League. You ever see Fred work? I worked with him for three pictures. What were they? Huh? You One remember? was, um, um, I worked with him in... Um, um, Fred Williamson, of course, The Hammer. I, I worked mean. with him in uh, Transformed, Okay. Uh, which I shot in 2007. And then I worked in Blind Rage, Five Blind Guys Robbing Bank, and Fred played the cop. You know, I, I watched Hammer just the other day, the 1972 flick Hammer, of course. That was really yeah. his... His first yeah. uh, big movie, he came with uh, MASH and then t- uh, yeah. Tell Me You Love Me with Julie Moon in 1970. And the, the, the legend, of course, and I'm going to read this on the air, The Legend of Nigger Charlie in 1972 and 1973. <laughs> he played Black Caesar. He played Hell Up in Harlem. I mean, oh, yeah. Fred, Fred Williams is a character. In fact, if you still get a hold, Fred's down in Palm Springs somewhere, right? Yeah, I, uh, I haven't talked to him lately, but uh, last time when he worked with me on Transformed, yeah, I just call him down, call him, and I say, "Hey, Fred," I said, I "Got a little, a little part for you in in a movie I'm shooting right now." He said, uh, "Yeah, what's the deal, my man?" And I told him, and he said, "Okay." So he came up here, he, he showed off his uh, brand new, uh, 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 you know, his brand new uh, 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 car, uh, car, you know, and um, um, and and so he came up here, and then uh, we he spent about two or three days with me. We shot the stuff, and and uh, and he came up for the uh, for shooting the uh, uh, the artwork. You know, he came up here. He's okay. I enjoy working with him. How good? How good? How good he was? How good? How good was he with his hands? Uh, he looks kind of awkward, you know. But I'm sure on the football field, he is a hammer. 
And they call him the hammer. <laughs> but as far as his, his boxing or martial arts, uh, uh, he, 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 you know, he looked like he needs some work, you know. <laughs> Conor McGregor led us into this uh, segment on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network talking about Bruce Lee and, and he'd like to fight Bruce Lee and things like that. Bruce Lee still has an impact, you know, several years after his passing in 1973. Why is that? What, what makes Bruce Lee so special? Well, you know, uh, Bruce Lee um, uh, had a lot of charisma. And, uh, and he knew how to uh, 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 manipulate the public. And I'll I tell you a good example. I was at his house one day, and I was looking at his book, uh, books. He had three uh, uh, bookshelves uh, from floor to uh, almost the ceiling. One was martial arts. The other was inspirational books, you know, by different philosophers. And then there was one had a lot of real estate books in there. And I was interested. I said, Bruce, are you uh, studying real estate? Are you going to become a real estate salesman or whatever? He said, no, no, no. I'm the real estate. You get the point there? Sure. Okay, he so- knew how to sell himself. Much like yeah. Ali today. And have you checked out Ronda Rousey? You know who she is? Yeah, yeah. She's a real a bad, mo- uh, bad mama. <laughs> she's a bad mama. And she can turn everything into an arm bar. Yeah, she can. I love that. You know, I'm, I'm looking at your, your the some of the films you worked on, Murder in the Orient, Tiger's Revenge, and, yeah. Enforcer from Death Row, The Last Reunion, Kill Point, Ninja Assassins, all these fights, uh, The Shadow Boxer in 2012, all these fights involving... MMA, what was License to Kill like? Talk to me about that. Uh, License to Kill? Yeah. Uh, I, I changed the title, I think, uh, later. I don't know. Uh, okay. I don't remember what I changed it to. Okay. But um, uh, all those things had one, uh, had one common theme. is has to do with kidnapping, murder, whatever, but we always use martial arts uh, to take care of the bad guys. You were originally born in China back in 1928. I mean, you're 86 years old. You, they tell yeah. me your health is great. What do you attribute to being uh, so sharp at 86? Uh, keep working out and keep doing the things that, that you enjoy doing. And don't worry about the aging. I just got through um, shoulder surgery uh, uh, a couple of months ago. And, uh, you know, uh, I hurt my shoulder so many times that the doctor said, well, there's no way of attaching those ro- uh, those ligaments back in the rotator cuff. Uh, we're going to have to hope that it, it heal up where it is. It's scar tissue. Well, I'm beginning to get some uh, most of my movement back, and uh, but I have to be careful. Um, and but I attribute it to my uh, uh, daily exercise program, and I watch what I eat, and then I have a real positive mental attitude. And occasionally I will uh, take a speaking engagement and have to prepare my sermons. I'm preaching this next Sunday at St. Paul's United Methodist Church in, in Tarzana. Mm-hmm. And so these things keep me going. And I, I think it's important to uh, uh, to uh, interact with old, uh, younger people and, uh, and not let age uh, be a limitation. Like I just came back from the gym. I trained with about four or five guys working with them uh, this morning. And uh, and so that keeps me going, and and I practice on my own a lot, and um, and and I, I I you know I live with the stigma. When I was a kid, I was picked on all the time, mm-hmm. and I never want to be 
a victim anymore. And I think I I practice with intensity today because I, I don't want to be a victim. And even though uh, the threat is not as great as it used to be. <coughs> you, you started off by reading the fundamentals of boxing by former champion Barney Ross. That was your insight into the world of the, of the fight game, Leo Fong? Yes, it's correct. I still have that, uh, that book. Hmm. We're talking Bruce Lee and his impact, of course, on the world of sports, the world of MMA, and the world of Hollywood. I mean, made Enter the Dragon. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get cut straight to the chase here. How did Bruce Lee die? Do you know? Well, he, uh, according, uh, he died of brain hemorrhage. <clears throat> and I talked to a doctor before, and I explained to him. I said, "What happened? You think?" And he said, uh, "He probably uh, grew up with a." With a very thin uh, artery in his uh, in his uh, brain, mm-hmm. and it could burst any time. You know, he has medical term for it, but yeah. I don't remember what the medical terms are. <clears throat> but anyway, he was very vulnerable to something like that. It could explode and and, and rupture at any time. And unfortunately, it did when he was thirty-two years old or whatever. You know, that age. Yeah. And you are like a well-balanced dude. You got a Bachelor of Arts degree in physical education, a Master's of Theology. I mean, and you work. Uh, you got a degree in social work. You work in the church as a as a pastor. I mean, you're an amazing man. Eighty-six year old <laughs> or not, you, you are amazing. Well, I uh, I don't uh, <clears throat> see one of the things that uh, uh, I don't mind be amazing, but one of the things that made me do all those things is. Uh, is I notice whenever uh, I'm put in an adverse situation, I try to turn it into an advantage. In other words, when life gives you a lemon, you turn into lemonade. And I and I, I realize that now, looking back, from from day one when they sent me out to California because they didn't want to uh, put me into a white church, uh, I I made the best of it. I was bitter for a lot of long for a lot of years at the Methodist Church. But then I thank God that they did what they did because they meant evil and God meant good. Okay, so tell me about your website, Leo T. Fong. Well, you know, it is. I haven't looked at it lately, but uh, someone else is running that thing. And the Leo T. Fong website is just to highlight some of my movies and, and books that I have for sale, you know, and and I think it's a little bit about my 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 biography. Have, have you checked out Conor McGregor? I used him as a lead coming into these couple of segments. Have you checked him out at all, the Irish kid? No, no, I haven't. He's no. going to fight Jose Aldo on July the 11th in UFC 187, I believe. Well, I, I, think, I think you ought to catch that one. That's going to be a hell of a fight. Tell me this. Is Gene, was Gene LaBelle really a bad dude, or was he a studio, studio type of athlete? Well, you know, Gene LaBelle, I have a lot of respect for him. Gene LaBelle uh, was bad. He was a bad dude, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a nice guy. And, um, you know, I heard a story about him and Steven Seagal. I, I don't ever heard about that. Make it quick. But I think Steven Seagal has a tendency to hit his uh, stun guys. Mm-hmm. And and I think he hit uh, Gene LaBelle, and LaBelle said, don't do that. So anyway, he hit him again, and Gene LaBelle put a chokehold on him and turned him loose. <laughs> and then, uh, and, and, and I guess... Uh, 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 Stevens called didn't respect that, so he hit him again uh, as they do in the stunts. And Gene Bell just put a choke on him and didn't turn loose. And they said that that he messed up, messed up his pants and everything, you know. Uh, 
But uh, Gene LaBelle uh, is known, uh, his specialty, like Ru- Ronnie Rusi is an arm bar. Gene LaBelle is a chokehold. Interesting. Yeah. The great Leo Fong, I thank you for your time talking about Bruce Lee in the world of mixed martial arts. Uh, your film work is incredible. And, and if you got any parts for a, an announcer in his 50s down there, let me know. I, I, I have. I'm, I'm shooting something every month. So anyway, you uh, get in touch with me. Get, get uh, Malcolm to, to give you, uh, uh, you don't have my telephone anyway. Yes, give me uh, 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 your telephone number and uh, have Malcolm to call me. And uh, when you say you're available, I, I really, hey, I'll make it happen, you know. You're the man. Thank you so much, Leo Fong. This has been special. Okay, thank you. Leo Fong on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Do you know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds, it's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more. A $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800-631-9229-800-631-9229-800-631-9229. Call Lear Capital now, 800-631-9229. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the Sports Talk host. I can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball, But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. 
Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. <laughs> 57 and a half minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. If you listen to Ring Talk Live, if you listen to it delayed, you can go to the iHeartRadio.com website at iHeartRadio.com. Download the free app. Take Ring Talk Live Worldwide anywhere you go with your smartphone or your tablet. Listen online. Listen to old shows. We got it all going on through iHeartRadio.com slash talk. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the longest running fight show in history, UFC 186 in the, uh, in the books. And, of course, you know, I talked about Demetrius Johnson, the fact that I'm not a big guy on the flyweight champion, even though he is a, a tremendous athlete. He, I mean, he's one of the best fighters in the world, but I just don't know. And what happened, people were walking out during the main event. So if people were walking out during the main event, you would think that UFC Dana White would have something to say about that, right? He said he doesn't give a spit and replace the P with an ace, H. And you know what I'm talking about. He doesn't give a, you know what, if people walk out of the arena or not. But the bottom line is people did walk out during the main event last night. Of course, I'm talking about Demetrius Johnson beating Koriguchi in the fifth round with one second left with a uh, submission hold. Of course, USC fight night, June the 20th from Berlin, Germany. Glover Texera going over there to take on Alexander Gustafson, who gave gave John Jones hell a couple of years ago, but Gustafson lost once since then. And uh, Texeria, crossroads fighter in the light heavyweight division. That's from the O2 World Arena in Berlin, Germany. That'll be on USC on Fox Sports, July, June the 20th. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, still the big one. Aldo McGregor, July the 11th. We'll be talking about that until it happens. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA, a sports byline production. Until next time, keep your hands up, keep your chin down. Most importantly, keep that buddy of yours off the canvas of life. <laughs> 